Welcome to the Fraudcast. I'm Andrew Vogany with Friss, and in today's episode, I'm talking with the Coalition Against Insurance Fraud's Jim Quiggle about the industry-wide impacts of COVID-19. Hey, everybody, here today with Jim Quiggle from the Coalition Against Insurance Fraud. Always love to hear your insights. How are you doing, Jim? Terrific, Andrew. Great to be here with you. Always enjoy talking with you. And, you know, you and I have had some conversations offline lately about the coronavirus. I'm really curious to see uh, your perspectives on it. So we're talking a lot about financially distressed consumers. What is the impact you're seeing now on insurance fraud from these folks? Well, the the impact is really going to be coming down the road, uh, even more so than it is now. We're seeing a lot of scams that try to steal people's identities, especially their medical identities. These are bogus uh, vaccines, uh, bogus miracle cures, uh, herbal remedies, um, you know, formulas that that actually contain industrial bleach that are marketed as as, as cures for, for COVID. But all that's beginning to fade now is law enforcement cracks down. The, the real scam surge is coming down the road. People are hurting badly. Their finances are becoming very shaky. Businesses are shuttering their doors and facing bankruptcy. A lot of people are being driven to the edge financially as well as emotionally. What are they looking for? They're looking for insurance to help bail them out. It's very possible that within months, uh, more of these distressed consumers are going to seek an insurance bailout. Um, what will this look like? It could mean that if insurance consumers burn their car. They take them out to the woods, they burn them, and then they report them stolen to their insurance company. Maybe a business uh, teetering on bankruptcy uh, before it shuts its doors, it makes a claim. What does it do? Well, all, all that in all that perishable inventory, maybe the frozen food or, or other perishable inventory, suddenly uh, has a, a surprisingly and mysterious uh, meltdown of the refrigerator system. Has two hundred thousand dollars of inventory gone, or maybe a mysterious electrical uh, short circuit burns down the burns down the office building. Again, another insurance claim before bankruptcy happens. These are the kinds of things that could be happening as the financial stress, the bankruptcies. The, the personal bankruptcies uh, start coming down in, in greater numbers. The pressure is building on consumers and on businesses alike. The pressure to try to find a bailout will be increasing as well. The, the, all, the, all the elements are rapidly falling into place for a potential scam, very similar to what happened in 2008 or 2010 during that financial meltdown. I think people are expecting to see a lot of parallels to that, right? Insurance, is, as you mentioned, is unfortunately sometimes looked at as a as a source of income, right? When when all else fails, you need a way to bail yourself out. And so we saw a lot of these scams, a lot of what you just mentioned during the financial crisis in 08-09. What are the similarities now? Have we have we really seen the full effect of COVID on the insurance industry and people taking advantage of it yet? I think I think we're only beginning to see the coming stressors uh, fall into place that uh, were likely to lead to a surge of insurance scams. Um, in 2008 to 2010, when we had a financial meltdown, many of those conditions are very similarly in place today. Not all, but enough to say that the, the, the cycle of fraud based on financial stress is likely to repeat itself to a large degree. Um, people are gonna find they cannot afford their homes anymore. 
They haven't had a job. They've lost their business. They just can't afford the mortgage. Maybe even though gas prices are low, maybe they still can't afford their, their car payments. Right. Uh, workers who are stressed at home, uh, they're looking for free medical treatment. Maybe they fake a trip and fall in their home office space in order to fake an injury claim and claim workers' comp from a home-based injuries. We're, we're seeing so much of the cycle in lining up to repeat itself just as it did 2008-2010. In fact, the coalition is going to be surveying state fraud bureau directors to see if, in fact, there is a trend coming up. Um, likely, we're expecting the biggest surge to come into, into early 2021 and on from that point. That's when the claims are going to be, going to be starting to catch up. And that's when we'll see more uh, suspicious claims being reported as the insurance system itself begins to pull itself together and, and start working on investigations. Brace yourself, right? That's a message. I mean, none of this stuff is groundbreaking. We, we've seen all these scams before. We know exactly what's going to happen, and it's just time to keep our eyes out for it. I'm curious from your perspective, and, and obviously we don't know what we don't know, but a lot of time has passed since this last major economic disaster. It's 2020 now, right? Almost 2021, and technology is is leaps and bounds from where it was back in 2010. Can you predict anything unusual, right? Maybe something that carriers haven't quite planned for yet or haven't seen before. Well, telemedicine is coming down the road. This is one of the most popular healthcare forms uh, on the market today. Uh, people are flocking to telemedicine for their for their healthcare, for increasing volumes of the healthcare, especially millennials who are digital natives who almost expect this kind of efficiency and, and digitalization of medicine. What does this mean? Scammers are very likely to start finding ways to exploit telemedicine for personal gain. Um, this is an arm's length environment. It's harder to have people in place to investigate claims. So what might we start seeing? Well, very possibly people will start uh, claiming, uh, doctors might start claiming that they did a telemed session with, with a patient that never existed. And maybe they're going to start saying they did three or four telemed sessions that didn't exist. Or maybe they're going to start manipulating the telemed codes to upcode for higher kinds of, of reimbursement and more complex forms of care than they actually gave on that video or phone call. Um, the, the, all the elements are in place for a large surge of telemed claims. It hasn't started happening yet, but I think you're going to see a lot of people trying to exploit, especially medical providers, trying to exploit telemedicine. Yeah, huge, huge potential on this one on both sides for fraud, I think, Jim. Let's let's work together and keep our eyes out on this one. Always appreciate your insights, Jim. You and the Coalition Against Insurance Fraud, always on top of things, uh, looking out for new trends and what's going on in the industry and love working together uh, with you guys to help make insurance more honest. We'll, we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Jim. If you enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to subscribe to the Frist Fraudcast on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to check out our other great insights on Frist.com. Frist.com.